Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to come into your presence again this morning. This is the day, Lord, that you have made. Scripture says that you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you have prepared for us today. Thank you for the gift of life this morning. Thank you for the breath in our nostrils. Thank you for the gift of your mercies, for the gift of your grace. Lord, we say be glorified this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We do not take it for granted that we worship the ancient of days this morning. We worship the Lord and the master of the universe. We worship this morning the King of kings and the Lord of lords. This morning we worship El Shaddai, El Leon. We worship the one who is from everlasting to everlasting. Father, we say thank you this morning. Be glorified forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, no one can be compared to you. None we can stand beside you. And when everything has come and gone, Lord, you will still be here. Be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. As we read the word again this morning, Lord, we ask, speak to us again. Help us to understand and comprehend your word. And let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. Today, we start a new book. It's the book of Acts of the Apostles. Okay, so the name makes clear exactly what this book is about it is about the acts or the the, the events that followed okay um the resurrection and then as jesus went on to glory yes the event that began to happen in the lives in the lives of the apostles okay so not as exhaustive as you might want okay because Act of the Apostles does not really contain, in my opinion, um, the death of a lot of the apostles. Okay, so we have all of those recorded in history. You can just just Google this morning, and you can find out quickly how a lot of the apostles died. And I think that can be very very good lessons for us this morning. But the Acts of the Apostles, you know, seems to who help us focus or focuses on the emergence of this young man called Saul, okay, or Paul, that eventually that we'll get to know him to be, okay. So we see his account and his influence, okay, on Act of the Apostles, and then he will go on to write uh, more than more than half of the of the New Testament of the books that we today call the New Testament. Um, Act of the Apostles was written by by Luke, Luke the Doctor. Okay, so 
remember his accounts of the of the gospel were were very detailed okay his skill as a doctor is evident it's evident right here and just like the book of acts of luke was addressed to theophilus's friend the book of acts of the apostles is also addressed to theophilus okay so like some will say it's addressed to theophilus how should this be my problem okay it is the word of god okay so jesus says what i say to one i say to all okay so big lessons for us to learn please grab your bibles we we'll read two chapters this morning acts chapter one and acts chapter two acts chapter one is the promise of the holy spirit and in acts chapter two eventually the holy spirit comes it says in the first book i told you theophilus about everything jesus began to do and teach okay just that verse alone it's so important okay very just that one verse alone is so important luke says here that everything that jesus began to do and then to teach and that tells you his own pattern and the way jesus lived jesus lived demonstrated his life was not different from his teaching okay but first he did and then he taught for a lot of us we will teach and then we will try to do okay jesus would not teach anything unless he was practicing them already very very important everything that jesus began to do and teach since until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions <clears throat> through the holy spirit it is during the 40 days after he suffered and died he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive and he talked to them about the kingdom of god okay so um a lot of the accounts or um many times when jesus appeared there were more than one two three witnesses sometimes it was a crowd okay and so those those evidence were were clearly gathered and you can still find them you can still find them you can still find them today jesus talked to them about the kingdom he talked to them about the kingdom of god okay verse 4 says once when he was he was eating with them he commanded them this was after jesus had risen from the dead jesus was eating with them do not leave jerusalem until the father sends you the gift he promised as i told you before john baptized with water but in it in just a few days you will be baptized with the holy spirit of course we will know we know that eventually that this prophecy was the fulfillment of what Joel had prophesied before so next the ascension of jesus verse 6 so when the apostles were with jesus they kept asking him lord as the time come for you to free israel and restore our kingdom i don't know what was it with this guy okay but anyone could tell that jesus remember it's been more than 40 days okay after his 
his death and and then resurrection more than about 40 days plus okay so they are still talking about this thing in reference to just israel no jesus had made it possible for everyone everywhere to be able to come to god okay so this wasn't just about israel anymore they said as the time come for you to free israel and restore our kingdom okay <laughs> he replied the father alone has the authority to set those dates and times and they are not for you to know they are not in what what's the importance of that okay what's the importance of setting setting the kingdom maybe eventually you had you could say okay maybe they are referencing the second coming of jesus and that was why you know because some of them assumed that jesus had said that john was not going to die they were certain that everything the events that were going to follow were going to come were not going to be too long 50 years max you know you could be sure that jesus was going to come back you know to restore the kingdom okay it's but jesus says these things okay he replied the father alone has the authority to set those dates and times and they are not for you to know in other words they are not important i see people trying to crack their head and it is very good for us to have understanding of the times and the season okay to look at the events happening in our world and to be able to tell what is truly going on that is very important however we should not become overly wrapped up into it to the point that we are not living our lives yes that's how some people do it they're not living their lives anyone anymore god wants us to impact this world okay want us to change our world if not he would have just taken us to heaven after we became born again jesus says it is not for you to know he says but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in jerusalem throughout judea in samaria and to the ends ends of the earth so jesus says that look my second coming or the restoration of the kingdom it's not don't bother yourself about that what i want you to bother yourselves about is about becoming my witness and so the question this morning are you a witness of jesus are you a witness of jesus that was the assignment he left us this is the assignment he left them and automatically that is the assignment he has left to us to be his witnesses that is the reason why the holy spirit came so that we will be effective efficient witnesses okay of what had happened of who jesus christ is very important nine after saying this he was taken up in into a cloud while they were watching and they could no longer see him as they strained to see him rising into heaven two white robed men suddenly stood among them men of galilee remember this is not just the 12 or the 11 apostles so these are all his disciples okay so this the eyewitness account are just too many for anybody to be able to to discountenance or to to try and 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 keep eating the two men says 
men of Galilee, they said, Why are you standing here, staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Okay? Jesus will return from heaven in the same way they were looking at him go. The Bible says that as the lightning flashes from the east and then the west and it can be seen, it says so with the sonning of man, the coming of man be that Jesus will come. Everyone, those who pressed him especially, will see him come, okay, are coming in the clouds. So we will not be here, okay. <laughs> if for those of us who are alive, we would have gone with the rapture, okay. We would have gone with the rapture. But for those who pierced him, for those who are Christians, who, may, who, who missed, okay, the rapture, Okay, they will see, they will see Jesus. For those who will hold on, endure to the very end, they will see Jesus return just as he, as he went into heaven. Next, Matthias is replaced. And this one, big contention here. It says, Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, a distance of half a mile. When they arrived, they went to the upstairs room, of the house where they were staying. Here are the names of those who were present. You are Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Aphius, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women and the brothers of jesus since during this time when about 120 believers were together in one place peter stood up and addressed them brothers he said the scripture had to be fulfilled concerning judas who guided those who arrested jesus this was predicted long ago by the holy spirit speaking speaking through king david judas was one of us and shared in the ministry with us. Judas had bought a field with the money he received for his treasury. Falling headfirst there, his body split open, spilling out all his intestine. The news of his death spread all to all the people of Jerusalem, and they gave the place the Aramaic name Al-Kedama, which means field of blood. Peter continued, this was written in the book of Psalms where it says, Let his home become desolate, uh, with no one living in it. It also says, Let someone else take his place. Paul, um, and here, Peter is perfectly correct. Okay? So you'll find this event in Psalm 69, verse 25, Psalm 109, verse 8. Okay? Let someone else take his place. And so, Peter feels that, okay, and I'm sure based on the discussion they've had, that they ought to replace, they ought to replace Judas. 21. So now we must choose, must, that's the language they are using. Was this an instruction from the Holy Spirit? Remember that Jesus said that they had another helper. Okay? They had another helper, the Holy Spirit. But they had not been Jesus had breathed on them, but they had not, the Holy Spirit had not come in his full measure. 
Okay, so I would have thought the wise, the wiser thing to have done was to wait until the Holy Spirit come, and then at that point they could ask the Holy Spirit like they would have asked Jesus. But here they decided to go ahead. It says, "So now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the people, from among the men who were with us the entire time we were traveling with the Lord Jesus." So the prerequisite was this person must be among those who have been with us from the very beginning. Okay, he said, "Men." who were with us the entire time we were traveling with the Lord Jesus. Since from the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us, whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus' resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Basabas, also known as Justus. Okay, this Joseph, okay, um, called Basabas, is what is the person you know as Barnabas. Okay? So, this is Barnabas. The Barnabas that will go on, you know, to find Paul. And then they will travel together. The apostle Barnabas. Eventually, he will, he will still be called an apostle. Okay? So, Barnabas, also known as Justus and Matthias. Then they all prayed, O oh Lord, you know every art. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle. To replace Judas in this ministry, for he has deserted us and gone where he belonged. Then they cast lot, and Matthias was selected to become an apostle with the other eleven. We will get to heaven and we will find out if what they did here was the right thing. But I can tell you eh, with my full chest that they made a mistake here. Okay, from this time, I am not sure Matthias was ever mentioned in person. I am even sure, not that her, I am sure it was not mentioned in person ever throughout, throughout, not in any of the writings, okay? Not in any of any of the accounts, not in any of the greetings. Matthias was not mentioned again. However, Joseph, okay, um, or Basabas or Barnabas, as you know, okay, we know on, we go on to still fulfill his role as an, as an apostle, okay? And so I think the person that should have been chosen should have been should have been Barnabas okay not Matthias I say again they should have waited for the Holy Spirit they should have waited for him to come they should have waited you know to 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 hear his his own his own opinion you would notice which that was what they did with Jesus and after the Holy Spirit came that was what they were doing. They will say it, it seems good to us and to the Holy Spirit that this should happen. They will say, for example, to Ananias and Sapphira, do you think you are, you are trying to deceive us and the Holy Spirit? Okay, so the Holy Spirit became to them exactly who Jesus was. What was the rush? What was the rush? Okay, so Barnabas, in my opinion, should have been the one chosen. But they chose by lot not by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. By lot was what they used to do, uh, the Urim and Tumim was what they used to do in the Old Testament. Okay, so to carry it on into the New Testament, in my opinion, was wrong. Let's move on to Acts 
Acts chapter 2. Okay, so the Holy Spirit will eventually come. Since on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place, suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were, they were sitting. It says, Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other tongues. Something different had happened. They began speaking in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. The person who gives the ability is the Holy Spirit. But this was the first time, okay? Even Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. We know the Bible says, John told us, John chapter 1 says that God gave him the anointing, okay, um, without measure, okay? He, he had the Holy Spirit. However, Jesus did, was not speaking in tongues, okay? But for the first time and for me here on, everyone who was baptized in the Holy Spirit spoke in tongues. That's one you want, one you want to take note. The next thing you want to take note is the way the Holy Spirit came here spectacularly. As far as I know, okay, so there is no other account where it happened like this and there was a sound of a rushing wind, mighty windstorm from heaven and then fire appeared on each person's head before they were filled with the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit was the one who chose how he was going to come this particular time or you could say the trinity god chose okay how he was going to come this time it doesn't mean that if it does not happen like this then you are not filled with the holy spirit okay what is important that is that you are filled with the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking speaking in tongues very important it says at that time at that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the sound, the loud noise, everyone came running and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. Okay, And I think that this was the reason why the Holy Spirit allowed that you know, mighty wisdom, that sound to happen. It was so that you know it will attract the people to come and then when they began to pray in tongues listen their tongues was in the language of those who were in jerusalem remember the holy spirit was the one who gave them the ability it wasn't that they chose the language in which to speak so don't go um when you start speaking in tongues and say ah, lord ah, i have to speak in french or i have to speak in a particular language that's not the goal but when they spoke their tongues those who were present had them speaking in their own language okay so very very in my opinion very important he says they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers they were completely amazed how can this be they exclaimed these people are all from galilee and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages here uh, we are uh, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, uh, people from Mesopotamia, uh, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, the province of Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the areas of uh, Libya around Cyrene, visitors from, from Rome, 
both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. And we all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. So when they were speaking in tongues, they were speaking about the wonderful things God has done. Not that they were just speaking in tongues and then they were just blabbing and they, they, didn't, they didn't even have any idea what they were saying. I say, so this is my perspective to this. When you are praying in tongues, I want you to be focused. I want you to realize that you are talking to your father and he is talking back to you, okay? You are praising your father. Maybe you are even worshiping. I, I want you to see it as that. Uh, be conscious that when someone else, okay, someone whom God wants to understand the language you are speaking, hears you, you will be making sense, okay? You either you could either be praising God or you could be saying the prophecy. I've seen people speak in tongues and I could understand the language in, in which they were speaking. They were saying a prophecy, or, for example, or a word of encouragement. Very, very important. He said these people were speaking in our own language about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. But others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying, hmm, they are just drunk. That's all. He said, then Peter stepped forward. The same Peter... The same Peter that denied Jesus three times in front of a little girl. The same Peter that was hiding, that said he was going to go, to go back to fishing. This same Peter, he says that then Peter stepped forward. Now that they were baptized in the Holy Spirit, it did one thing for them. It gave them boldness. Yes, it gave them boldness to be able to speak. So if you are a child of God, you struggle to be a witness remember we are here to be witnesses we were left behind okay until the rapture to be witnesses okay so if you are then what you need is an infilling of the holy spirit when you feel them here look at this same peter <laughs> oh god peter eh? peter was was bold he says then peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. Uh, these people are not drunk. As some of you are assuming, 9 o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see vision and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day before that great and glorious day of the lord before that great and glorious day of the lord arrives but everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved okay so that was the message perfectly clear okay it states right from the beginning to the end okay at the end he's talking about the second up until the second coming of 
of Jesus. It talks about the days of tribulation. That's where it talks about the sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red. Okay, those are the days of tribulation and everything. But it says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You call on the name of Jesus today, you will be saved. 22, people of Israel, listen, God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. But God knew what would happen, and his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to the cross and killed him, but God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life for death could not keep him in its grip. King David said this about him. I see that the Lord, look at the expert way, you know, Peter is arguing his case and preaching this sermon. Okay, uh, this same Peter that was a fisherman was not taught, he was not taught, um, he was not taught in any school, unless if you want to call Jesus being with them a school for three and a half years. He says, King David said this about him. I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is for, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave okay so you can you can go and check that in in the book of psalms david already said that god was not going to allow jesus's body to rot in the grave or allow your holy one to rot in the to rot in the grave you have shown me the way of life and you have filled me with the joy of your presence psalm 16 verse 8 to 11 says dear brothers Think about this. You can be sure that the patriarch David wasn't referring to himself, for he died and was buried, and his tomb is still here among us. But he was a prophet, and he knew God had promised, he knew God had promised with an oath that one of David's own descendants would sit on his throne. David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that God would not leave him among the dead or allow his body to rot in the grave. God raised Jesus from the dead and we are all witnesses of this. Did you hear that? Now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us just as you see and hear today. For David himself never ascended into heaven, yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool, a footstool under, under your feet. I'm telling you, I am, I am impressed at the, the skill with which Peter is speaking here. But that is what the Holy Spirit does in the life of the believer. Peter goes on to say, verse 36, So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's word pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins 
and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourself from this crooked generation. Those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. Next, the, the believers' community will form. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to, the sh- and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. So a deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their properties and possessions and shared the money with those they shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Hallelujah. Alright, so that concludes Acts chapter 2. But what do we want to take away from here? We see what happened to the apostles, to the disciples when the Holy Spirit came. Um, What has happened to you after you received the Holy Spirit. Yes, that's my charge this morning. Okay, we have stayed with just speaking in tongues, but you have to realize that something else beyond speaking in tongues happened to Peter. Peter was now bold. He was courageous. You could see him expertly delivering this message. That is what the baptism of the Holy Spirit should do for you. And so if you are listening to me this morning, you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want you to pray, Holy Spirit, I want the full measure of your work in my life beyond speaking in tongue. I want to be an expert and accurate witness for you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, I want you to pray this morning, Holy Spirit, come into my life. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Pray this morning. Father, we say thank you. Lord, answer your people's prayer and bless them. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.